name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we are the Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 182. And in this episode, you know, it's December, so we're doing Christmassy or holiday-ish or wintery-ish things. Yeah. And this one is a Christmas horror film called Better Watch Out. And there's always one movie, I feel like, that just kind of comes out of left field around Christmas that mm-hmm. becomes like a like just even not not just for like a holiday movie but just a horror film that I just think is so fantastic yes like last year we had rare exports yes. which was a foreign one mm-hmm. so good yep and I I love that film I'm actually gonna watch it this weekend by the fire like one of the best films in my opinion that I watched last year on this little podcast which is saying a lot because we watched like God, like 200 something movies last year i know i don't know honestly not to give it away but that's how i feel about this movie we're about to review better Mm -hmm. watch out i like the synopsis is very vague and i understand now why they keep it that way but it's it was so good it was amazing i was so happy with the whole thing yeah you can't so just a really quick little thing i this is one of those where if you haven't seen this film i i think we both like really recommend you do not listen to this because it is so well done and such a fun movie so good that giving it away takes away that first watch experience that is so important for this movie Exactly. Like I think I will definitely still watch this every year, but yeah. knowing the outcome is definitely different than going in that first time. So right. please, 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 if you have not seen this, turn it off right now, go watch it and then come back and listen to us. Yeah. Like it's so funny because my husband who y'all know does not really enjoy watching horror like I do or really at all. He's come around a little bit, especially since we started the podcast. He's found a few things that he's liked. I started watching this as we were going to bed and he was like, I'm just going to go to sleep. And then he ended up not going to sleep. So like, yeah, it's way too interesting. Yeah. He was awake the whole time. So it was, it it was funny because he kept like wanting to nod off, but then I'd see him like just staring at the TV (laughs) and I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. It's like really good. Now that you're gone and you've watched it and come back. Okay. We can talk about it now, right? So I'm just going to start out really quickly with the Rotten Tomatoes review or ratings. I know that's a little backwards, and I'm not going to rate it till the end like usual, but sometimes with genre films, the ratings are not as good. Like we saw, you know, what happened with Black Christmas, and even like the older Black Christmas is kind of a more culty film, so the ratings aren't like stellar, you know? Mm -hmm. This one has an 89% from critics. So it's very high up there. It has a 65% from audience, which I feel like is a little bit low, but it only has, it's got a very low like ratio. Like there haven't been very many audience reviews and I didn't really hear about this when it came out actually. So same. I I only heard about it because we do this Christmas one and I saw the reviews and I'm like, okay, we'll try it. Right. And so I'm kind of thinking if more people watched it and reviewed it, it would actually be higher on the audience side because I can't imagine people would not enjoy this film because I definitely did. So, yeah, I mean, like the most I can say without totally giving everything away is this is like the perfect, absolute perfect mashup between Home Alone, 
mm-hmm. and funny games. Yeah, which is so funny because someone like said it was like knocked it for being a malicious spin on Home Alone, and I'm like, they literally say the words Home yeah. Alone. Like it, it's not trying to reinvent the wheel here that being said it is very creative though yes and i love that this is because it's like 13 year olds and it it's not like 20 something year olds in funny games but it is literally that these there's a couple of kids that are incredibly malicious right and what's so there okay so basically we're dealing with a psychopath here and There's a 17-year-old babysitter who is heading out to college, and she babysits this, uh, he's 12 in this, and his name is Luke, and he's like, him and his best friend are definitely the ones that are like starting to, you can tell they're starting to get into trouble and starting to like experiment with their sexuality, not like you know, in the way that they're experimenting with each other. But their hormones are happening. Right. They're, like, looking at magazines and things like that. Right. Also, really quick before we go any further, we just reviewed The Visit recently, which had a brother and sister in it. And interestingly enough, those exact same actors are in this again. They are not brother and sister. The the sister is now the babysitter and the best friend is the brother that was from The Visit. So that was cool that they showed up in this again together. Because I really like them, you know. Yeah. I, I actually really like the the kid who played our main character, Luke's best friend, is who that kid is. And I really yeah. like him. Agreed. Actually. And yeah. we haven't even gotten to it yet. But I just have to say, and you'll hear me say it a lot more, the kid who plays Luke, oh my God. terrifying. He... is such an amazing actor if he doesn't come out eventually with some crazy stuff like i don't know leonardo dicaprio or something he was the epitome of this character and he was fucking amazing and terrifying Mm -hmm. he was he did such a great job and i it's i don't really know anything else that he's been in his name is levi miller and he didn't really stick out to me he was Peter Pan and Pan. I know he was in A Wrinkle in Time. That's yeah, I didn't see that. So he like, hasn't really done anything big, but I mm-hmm. uh, someday he's gonna. Because oh my god. Yeah, I hope so because he did such a great job in this, and if he keeps up that energy, like he's also from Australia, and you had no idea. No, he had an accent. Like not at all. Nothing. So for that kid to be that young, and also this film totally bombed at the box office, and this was distributed, so it had a a U.S. distribution and an Australian distribution, but I do think it's a United States film. It released in, this is a 2016 film, it only brought in $188,000 at the box office with a $3 million budget, so it totally bombed. Did this release around Christmas? Like, was it just a failure of a horror movie around Christmas? So, it released, it had a wide release in, I don't even know if it went to theater. So, Mm -hmm. it went on the, the circuit, the festival circuit, in September which is normal. Like when mm-hmm. you're going to release, you want to write a wide release, let's say in December, you start hitting the circuits, maybe like summer or fall, right? Cause you mm-hmm. want to start hyping up your film. You want to start getting those critic reviews in so that you have the Roger Ebert gave it five star, right. you know, or whatever. Yeah. In May, 2017, 
the North American distribution rights to Better Watch Out were acquired by WellGo USA. So this was actually shot in okay, so it was shot in Sydney, Australia, in January and February 2016. It was set in the United States, so this is an Australian film, which is interesting. So I guess that's why it didn't do very well here because it was acquired for North American distribution, and then it was released theatrically th- through VOD. Um, it was it was streamed, and in 2016 and 2017, we didn't really care about yeah. streaming, which is such a shame because I feel like if this had, let's say Blumhouse had this, mm-hmm. I feel like this would have dominated the Christmas box office. Absolutely, we'd already have a better watch out three by now, which we don't need. You exactly, know? exactly. So that's probably a good thing. But you're absolutely right. Like, had more people. Had, it sucks because you're right. Back then, video on demand was not what it is now. Like now, we're excited about what Netflix has and new things like that. Back then, it was wow, that must be a dollar movie right there. Yeah, or even like we would be scrolling, you know, on Netflix and be like, hey, this is new. You want to watch it? Like, sure. But now it's like, you know, especially now COVID did change the game because we couldn't mm-hmm. go out to theaters. So, you know, now we expect new movies to drop on things like HBO Max, you know, mm-hmm, or right. e- even have some like, you know, Little Monsters that I loved in 2019 was a Hulu film. So we kind of expect some things like that and get excited about them. But I didn't even hear about this. Same. So I don't even know what streaming service it went to. It just says video on demand. So it doesn't it. The film was released on DVD and Blu-ray on December 5th, 2017. So it did release in December, but if you're like wandering the shelves and to be perfectly honest, even when I started watching this film and you see a cover like that, better watch out with a girl with a knife and a scared little kid, you know, if I was at like entertain Mart or whatever, I, I wouldn't really give it a second thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd think it's just, especially with something like it, it talking about home alone so much you would assume it's just like people breaking in to steal your stuff right or and we have so many films especially from like the 80s and 90s of like christmas slashers where it's just like yeah yeah there's christmas movie or christmas music with a guy in a santa suit and he's going around killing people been there done that i don't need another one you know right which is exactly what i thought this was going to be because in the synopsis it basically just says a babysitter is protecting the kids she babysits from a home invasion yeah exactly and then like there are longer synopses that basically just say that this kid's friend is weird so that also like it it gives you this red herring thing because knowing that tiny little bit, I was watching the friend the whole time going, okay, so he's fucking weird here, but he is actually not. He's a, he's a manipulated victim. Yeah. He's yeah. not the weird one. Right. And so what it does is, so going to get into plot now. So bye. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> yes. get the fuck out. So she comes over and he has you think it's an innocent crush and he kind of starts out like i'm basically gonna get laid tonight and you're like homie she's not gonna commit statutory rape get over it you know what i mean right but there's like a 14 year old or i'm sorry he's 12 year old he's 12 a 12 year old you know he's just kind of caught up in his hormones thinking maybe he's gonna you know woo this 17 year old babysitter that he's been with you know that's babysat him since he was like i don't know like eight Ever. or something like that <laughs> right. yeah exactly and so she comes and he starts like you know they order pizza and do all these things which was also weird because 
nobody actually ordered the pizza. Like there, there's weird things start happening, which set up this home invasion scenario. Yes, which literally right in the beginning, Luke and his best friend are sitting in his room playing games and they're talking about how, you know, girls get wet from horror movies. So play a horror movie and she'll be all over you and stuff like that. And then as soon as this stuff started happening, I'm sitting there going, they're planning this whole thing. See, I just kind of thought like it was like a a home invasion. Like, cause I just didn't think I'm going to honestly, I didn't give the film that much credit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I was like, they took Christmas and they took the black Christmas influence and they just, bleh, you know what I mean? They just, because yeah, it's a slow roll on you. It's actually a smarter horror film than you, like you said, would give it credit for in the beginning. You would think it's definitely just like a slasher and then it just keeps going and keeps going. And you're like, you get more and more into it. Right. Like someone throws a brick through the window at one point, basically saying like, if you leave, you die. Yeah. And which that's when I was like, oh, they're faking this. Because the friend, the, the friend who was very scared at this point, picks up that brick and shows it that the, if you leave, you die. And then he's like, I'm out of here and runs out the back door. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot or you're planning this. Right. And so at that point, you know, some weird things have happened and they she thinks that it's an invasion. So there, she's like turning off or home invasion. She thinks that. You know, she's turning off all the lights. They're kind of hiding, dipping down. He, at one point, threw her phone to her and threw it short so it landed in the fish tank. So she has no cell phone, yes. right? Yes. Another thing where it's very Funny Games-esque. Like, there are things, you know, in Funny Games, she accidentally knocks her cell phone into the sink while she's doing dishes. Like, it's a lot of those things that you can see the similarities, how they tried to match it up with, you know, teenagers. Right. And it, you would think that like, okay, maybe that was an innocent throw. He really does seem what he, he did this so well. He acted it so well because he did seem like a genuine, innocent, scared teenager. And then he yeah. flipped the switch so quickly, just like a real, you know, yes. Terrifying. Terrifying. Right. Yeah. So they actually even, so the friend shows up at some point and then runs out the back door when this brick flies through that says, if you leave, you die. They've slashed her tires also, so she can't leave. My ass will be driving on rims, okay? Dude, I'm telling the you. The car now. will still go. <laughs> like, exactly. But, like, they always show that in horror movies. Like, we can't leave now. No, you can fucking leave. It's going to suck, but. It may not get very far, but you'll get somewhere. Mm-hmm. You'll get the fuck out of that house that you're trapped in right now. Like, you'll get down the street to a neighbor or something, you know? Exactly. Which everybody's home. Like, there are Christmas carolers outside and everything. So, get somewhere. Right. But what they do to make sure she doesn't just try to run is Garrett, the friend, runs out and it looks like he gets fucking shot. Correct. And he just gink right over. And so they think that he's been killed. Or she does, rather. And so... They are hiding in the house and they go up into the attic and she's terrified of spiders. And so he's actually set spiders loose on her to make her terrified and to make him seem like a hero. And she at some point actually figures out there's a man going through the house with a shot, like a gun. And she figures out that it's Garrett, his well, yeah, best friend. Because Luke 
has a picture of them of his family skiing and he has this very specific ski hat with like horns on it and he gave that to his best friend to wear what the fuck man there are so many other ski masks that don't have weird things on it that you could have done good for her though for figuring that out while she's terrified for her life she is the smartest fucking care she is an amazing final girl love her so much right because you know, if I thought I was going to die, I probably would just shut my eyes and not think about it anymore, you know? like Absolutely. And she figured it out. And then when he, she called her them out, she was furious, rightfully so, because he just wanted to seem like a hero and to get her to like him. And she called him childish. And then that switch just flipped. Yep. That's the one. And he fucking goes after her down these beautiful stairs, by the way. This house is gorgeous. And he backhands her down it. Yep. Knocks her the fuck out. And this is actually the point where even the best friend is like, um, I didn't fucking sign up for this shit. Yeah. He literally, he's like, I signed up to scare her, not to potentially kill her. Right. But this has now turned into torture her. And like, He's gone full-blown. Like, his character is maniac level. Yes. And now we have finally reached, like, the really, the funny games part of it. Because we've actually reached the game part of it. There's not much game in this that they play, but they play truth or dare. Right. And it it's really, it's actually sad. Like, I felt so bad. I felt bad for her, but I also felt really bad for his best friend, well, friend Garrett. Definitely. Because he's been manipulating everyone his entire life. He's never yep. felt real emotion. No, he is a serial killer. 1000%. And this is his first taste of being able to really do that. Yes. So he's having the time of his life. Yes, and we find out he had this night planned to a fucking T. He knows exactly what he's going to do. I mean, the first thing he does in the truth or dare is asks her if she's a virgin. And this is when he just gets so, just watching him is so terrifying and so amazing. Like, you do not want to be around him. You do not know what this kid will actually do. What he's capable of? Because she's still trying to get the upper hand on him and use her, like, I'm the adult. I'm your babysitter. You need to chill the fuck out. You know, it's not going to work, boo. Like, ain't working. Yeah. Like, she basically says, no, I'm a virgin. And he goes, you're fucking full of shit. We, everybody knows that you fucked your last boyfriend. And she goes, no, he lied. And that's why I left him. And he's like, you're definitely fucking your new boyfriend. And she's like, no. And it comes to, like, you know, truth or dare. And dare comes up and you're like, are, they're not gonna they're not gonna have this 13 year old kid rape her are they and they don't they don't go that far which is great but they do have him touch her breast like mm-hmm. they do go there is assault yeah yeah and it, it's very uncomfortable she feels so bad for her and the good thing is they don't really show much either no like it's more like implied like you exactly. know he's doing it but like he's probably not actually like exactly and she is my girl through and through because she doesn't give him shit nothing like he will even ask her you know did that feel good or something and she just like straightens up and gives him a glare like that's it she's not gonna fucking say shit i would hope i would be strong enough to act that way to a fucking 
like serial killer or something because that's what they're craving you know yes exactly he wants her reaction but she is just stonewalling the fuck out of him but then that also makes him want to ramp everything up and he has a gun by the way Yes, he actually grabbed a gun when we thought there was an intruder, like he was going to save the day, like he's fucking John Wayne, and now he keeps threatening her with it. And before this even happened, she had been arguing with her current boyfriend, and she was like, you can come over once I've texted you. Come to find out, this little fucking psycho texts this guy just so that he will come over so that he can exact more vengeance. Yeah. And fucking fucks that dude up. Oh, that poor fucking, like, oh, that poor fucking guy. Because you're hoping the whole time you're like, oh, my God, he's going to come save her. He's going to come save her. And he does good, too, because the kid's, like, trying to turn him away. And this guy just, like, busts on in. He's like, I got to give her flowers and, like, shoves the kid out of the way. But it doesn't matter. They fucking knock him out. They fucking stab. Like, that's another one that was so good and so creepy. Like when they knock him out in the hallway and he does this like dance with the baseball bat. So psycho and so good. Oh my gosh. Like he fucking shoves a pencil through this uh-huh. guy's cheek. Like he like beats this guy with a baseball bat. And he, when you say dance, it's like a, like you see in musicals, you know, very choreographed. It's very yes. creepy. It's very American psycho, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And his best friend is the whole time just standing there like, what am I getting myself into? Yes, because he, once again, thought they were just going to scare her. And now we're down to, like, he literally smacked him in the back of the head with a, a baseball bat. That could have killed him right there. It looked, like, it looked like it did, to be honest. Yeah, no, totally agree. Honestly, wish it did. Because this poor fucking guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like... You kind of think they said it's going to be okay, or you think it's going to, like, there's a moment of hope, because she gets a shard of glass, because he tried to get her drunk, Mm -hmm. and make her drink, and she just made him drop the bottle, and so she got a piece of that glass, and, like is picked it up and has kind of started working on the duct tape, because she's, you know, bonded to a chair, and been hiding that from him and her boyfriend notices this. And so he's just trying to distract the kids too, Mm -hmm. but everything goes downhill and she ends up getting out, but they have the, the boyfriend in the other room. And like, as soon as she gets out, he starts to do this home alone thing where he wants to see like, if it works and he ties a paint can to a a rafter, like the stairwell Mm -hmm. and puts him down below it and swings it at his face. And that fucking kills him terrifying fucking terrifying yeah it's all fun and games and home alone but not irl not in real life (laughs) yeah and it's like at that point you're sitting there going has this kid even thought it through how do you anticipate getting away with that right there oh well he thought about it (laughs) he he did think about it which is even scarier but yes as this happens you're like how are you going to get away with some dude's head exploding he's not the intruder and what's sad is she walked in, like, as that happened, Ugh. too. So sad. And the best friend is, like, horrified. Yes. And she fucking takes off, which, yeah. And the fucking best friend goes after her because he is so manipulated at this point. 
He goes yeah. after her to stop her, to get her back inside. He's like, it's going to be okay if you come back inside. No, it's fucking not, motherfucker. And, like, they get caught that way. He could have gotten away, too. And mm-hmm. this could have been foiled. Exactly. But instead, they she there's carolers out there. And she tries to get to them, but it doesn't matter. They He knocks her out. And you see her back in the house. And she's just wrapped up with lights and tape and everything. She's like a mummy laying there in this chair and can't do shit. Yeah, and her phone still works. And he's texted her other ex-boyfriend who he has planned to frame for this the entire time yes and everyone talks about how he has been stalking her this whole time so you know already that he's maybe a little unhinged or something like that maybe a little obsessed with her so of course this kid has us out he posts as her on social media too to set up the fact that it looks like the ex is like bothering her that night yes so smart so manipulative yeah so smart so scary and so the ex comes over and he hangs him and he but he makes him write an apology letter to her and makes it look like a suicide note yep and then he goes in and the friend was getting ready to let her go he was not supposed to do and he loses it like this is when you really see the the serial killer psychopath like he was gonna let his friend live and you know they did this thing together until he went against his wishes and he comes in and fucking shoots him with a shotgun oh my god it was so sad so sad and then at that point it's just he and his love interest and i once again like he tries to cuddle up to her and he talks about how his mom he always just wanted to snuggle with his mom and cuddle with her and you know, after a while, she just stopped, and he would love to know why she just stopped, and, like, he lays his head on this poor girl, and you're sitting there as the audience going, oh, God, don't touch me, don't touch me, don't touch me. Yeah. And she fucking says, like, I know why. Like, yep. and she fucking gets under his skin. Yes, that's what she, she's so good at the whole fucking time, because then he's like, well, why? Well, why? Well, why? And she won't answer. She just shuts up, and she literally just closes her eyes, because she knows what's going to happen. And yeah, he, he fucking, wasn't going to let anyone live. Exactly. He fucking stabs her in the throat. And you're like, okay. So now he is the last one standing, and you see him get all of this stuff together, clean up what he can, and put all of the evidence and stuff on the boyfriend that he hung outside. Which he has set up the fact that he started like fake sleepwalking like weeks before this to set this up mm-hmm. and his mom said they put a pencil on the outside of his door to know if he was sleepwalking or not and he puts that pencil on his doorknob and then walks on the roof to get back into his window so that pencil is perfectly sat on his door so there's no way he could have walked out of that room yes and it's like along the way he knocks over some of the Christmas decorations that are on the roof. And you're like, please get caught. Please get caught. Please get caught. And no, like he literally is getting away with everything. Mom comes in, screams, where is he? Where is he? And then she goes up and snuggles him, which is exactly what he wanted this whole fucking time. With the and- fucking dead body down there. Like he left dead bodies yes. to frame the guy. Like he didn't clean these up. He's, no. He staged this murder suicide. Yes. And then he's up there snuggled with his mom and he can hear the people downstairs and they go, one of them's alive. 
and come once again she's the smartest best final girl ever she you know found a way basically to use the duct tape that he had wrapped all around her to wrap her fucking neck so she wouldn't bleed out so now he's not gonna get away with it thank fucking god yeah like he she flips him off (laughs) when they're like rolling her to the ambulance and that's like the last thing you see is him just like coming to the realization that he fucked up and he didn't tie up all his ends yep yep and it was so satisfying because the whole time you're just like he's gonna get away with everything which also would have been a valid ending like it didn't have to be like a happy ending yeah, you know but it wouldn't have been as satisfying <laughs> yeah like you know it would have been him getting away with it and you knowing that he's gonna go on to do horrible things mm-hmm. with the rest of his life which would have also been good but this one was like you were rooting for her the whole time because she was so smart Mm -hmm. and she was so diligent and she was so like, she got under his skin too. It wasn't just like she was helpless and whiny and you know what I mean? Like she was the best and uh, an amazing final girl. Like I keep saying, I can't say it enough because yes, she did the best. Yeah. And the, the gore was done really well, but they didn't like, do it too much like when his yeah. face was smashed in you didn't see it yeah i was honestly scared that they would show it but they really didn't they just basically you it it would almost look like his head was just bent back all the way yeah it was actually done really well and i actually really liked that because you didn't need it all for it to still be like scary like he's just a child and he was terrifying yes and I know basically all you're getting to make it Christmassy is Christmas decorations and stuff, but it did it. It felt Christmassy the whole fucking time. Oh, yeah. Like, it was it the Christmas music and the lights and decorations and the time of yeah. I mean, it was just very, it was yes. very good. Black Christmas is one of those movies that I will, it's like one of my favorites. I will watch it any time of the year. It doesn't have to be around Christmas anytime. This is now going up there with them that this movie absolutely amazing this kid such a scary good actor like i think i've told you guys i watched silence of the lambs high one time and anthony hopkins was so terrifying this kid was like anthony hopkins like fucking terrifying and five out of five five like 20 out of 20 i agree i would also give it a five out of five I really enjoyed this film and I would highly recommend you check it out this holiday season. And like, it's hard because it's like, I would want to watch this any time of the year, but just because of all the Christmassy stuff, it's like hard for me to break out of the box, but it is a good one that you could just watch anytime. Yes. But also very, very Christmassy. Yes. So this will go into my rotation. Definitely. I'll probably watch it again, even before this season's over. So Mm -hmm. agreed. I want to go watch it right now. Yeah. So, so good. So it got five from both of us. So you should definitely check it out. And if you have seen it or you're going to, and you stopped this and came back and watched it, you're welcome. Are you glad? Because (laughs) that twist, like worth it. Right. Mm -hmm. So let us know what you think. Hit us up on all of our social medias. You can let us know what you think there. Everything is the Extra Sisters podcast, except for Twitter, which is at the Extra Sisters. And if you'd like to follow us on Patreon, you have more direct contact there most of the time when Patreon isn't glitching. It's patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters podcast. And I know we just talked to you about the film, Better Watch Out, but our tagline for next week is, you better watch out. Till then, stay creepy. Stay creepy.